Welcome to the podcast. Um, I think this is the best Absolute Radio Christmas tree we have had in recent years. It's pretty, it looks pretty healthy, doesn't it? It's a real, Des- real descri- tree. Yeah, describe it to the pod listener. It is a, uh, well, what am I? I'm just over six foot. It's taller than me. It goes right to the ceiling, actually to the point where the star on the top of it is waning slightly, which yeah. there's, there's a metaphor for this show, if you ever heard of it. Uh, and then there's loads of very on-brand Absolute Radio and Wix-coloured baubles dangling around it with some tinsel. The fact that the uh, the star is waning is, as I'm sure you agree, it's not the fault of the tree, is it? It's just uh, it's just a really good one. Um, Let's have a look at that star. Is it a heavy star? Not so not so heavy. I would say that it's the top of the tree's fault, unfortunately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an interesting one, though, isn't it? Like, what do you have on top of your tree? Because it used to be all angels, didn't mm. it? But I think maybe people are branching out into different stuff. Does it have to be a star? Does it have to be the old angel type I thing? can't imagine myself putting anything other than an angel or a star at the top of the tree. If you've got something a bit different on the top of your tree, get in touch. You can drop us an email. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. You'll have heard in the news that uh, uh, the vaccine has finally started uh, to be rolled out uh, across the UK today. Uh, a 90 year old lady called Maggie uh, became the first Brit to receive the vaccine, the second person to receive the vaccine, an 81 year old William Shakespeare. That, can't, that must be a typo. That can't be right. No, I have absolutely promised you, an 81-year-old William Shakespeare became the second person to receive the vaccine in the UK. I, I love this. Isn't that mad, right? Because the whole... The eyes of the world are watching us, right? So they all know England <laughs> yeah, or whatever. I know. And then what? William Shakespeare's second in line there with his tights and, and his loot and everything like that. I mean, for all I know, the, 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 the 90-year-old Maggie, surnamed Thatcher, I don't know. We're, we're basically just there um, fulfilling every stereotype that the rest of the world thinks about this country. It's almost like, you know, one of the lineups they used to have in, uh, um, like, police squad. People in a line in the back. The next one's uh, Winston Churchill there as well. Do you know what I mean? What is going on? This is crazy. But brilliant. The 81-year-old William Shakespeare, second person to receive it. So it would be great to hear from you. If if you, like William, have a famous namesake. I mean, this guy's had 81 years of going around having the name William Shakespeare. I mean, it's is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What's it like to have a famous namesake? I mean, it's certainly a talking point. He's probably had to deal with that on a number of occasions when he's been filling out uh, a job application or something like that. I mean, we've got Chris Martin, who works here yeah. in this radio station, part of our Absolute Radio family. He always has to add, not that one, yeah. at the end of it. So if you've got that kind of situation, then maybe this is your moment to step forward. Maybe you might be fast-tracked for the vaccine if you've got the name of a famous person. <laughs> Any that, other bards? That'd be quite a ruse, wasn't it? Wouldn't it? So look, text us, eight twelve fifteen for texts, or, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. First of all, if you have a famous namesake yourself, maybe you work with one or or that kind of thing. We'd like to compare the reality of that person with the famous namesake as well. Uh, What about this? I share a name with a radio presenter. All the best, Andy Bush in Benfleet. Also from Essex. There's another Andy Bush, a doppelganger on my own turf. (laughs) A chilling thought. I think we have to meet at a pub car park and fight to the death. Shirtless. Aaron's got in touch, uh, telling us about his mate, Robert Redford. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, they were on the way home from a pub once, stopped by the police, got close to arresting him for obstructing police in their duty before they believed that he was actually called Robert Redford. Well, this must be the unexpected side effect of having the same name as a famous person, because if you get into trouble with yeah. uh, the, the law, they think you're being cheeky. This one here from Sarah says, my driving instructor was called Francis Drake. <laughs> he told me he was once stopped for a random breathalyzer test, and when the policeman asked for his name, his response was, yeah, sure, and I'm Walter Raleigh. So he didn't believe him. <laughs> this is unbelievable. So look, you can text us 8-12-15, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Let's let's chat to our first proper on, uh, right right now, our, our namesake. Uh, take it away. What is your name, please? My name is Alexa. Yes. <laughs> so this is a weird one for you, isn't it? Because, say, five years ago, you wouldn't have had a problem with your name at all. Your first name was fine, not an issue. And then recently, now, because everyone's got these listening, you know, these little Bluetooth devices, how has it changed for you? Yeah, everyone laughs and says, is that your real name? The most interesting thing was when I was on the phone to my insurance company and I had to confirm my details and said my full name and Alexa started playing songs by James. Oh, my word. <laughs> you, it must be weird, though, you know, living with you. It'd be quite tempting to go, Alexa, turn the lights off or just someone to be, kind of give you directions. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I get that a lot. I also get asked go to the shops and buy a lot of things. Um, <laughs> turn the lights up, turn the lights down, turn the heating on. In, in all our search for uh, for famous namesakes, I never thought that the first person through would actually be a device. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> One final welcome. thing. Uh, Thank uh, you. Alexa, play Absolute Radio. It's already on. Yes. Who have we got right now? Well, my name is Robbie Bruce, but my Sunday name is Robert Bruce. As in Robert Zedrus. Wow. What's your middle name? <laughs> Unfortunately, my middle name's John. Oh, what a letdown. No offence to any John's listening, but what a letdown. He was a former king of Scotland. <laughs> OK, oh, okay. so in reality, uh, <laughs> are you a king? <laughs> I think I know the answer to this. Um, in my eyes, yes. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Robbie? I am a joiner. Well, mate, imagine having Robert the Bruce turn up and uh, fix something for you, doing a bit of joinery work. You know what I mean? That's amazing. It's going to be grade A quality. It is. Corky registered. <laughs> uh, this text says, My name is Michael Keynes from Mansfield. I'm not quite a film star, and not a lot of people know that. Uh, this one here, Bill in Edinburgh says, I was an anaesthetist, and among my patients were people called Tony Blair, Liz Hurley, Steve McQueen, and William Morrison. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, right, Amy, tell us about this namesake then. My cousin, Harry Potter. Oh, wow. No way. Your, your, your cousin can't be called Harry Potter. He is. How old is he, Mum? He's 22. 22. 22. So, sorry, 22. So does that make him before or after the actual Harry Potter? He was born a year before. A year before. A year before. If uh, he went to my school, we'd have had a field day. I'll be absolutely <laughs> honest oh with you. <laughs> Any weird side effects of the fact that he's called Harry Potter? Anything bizarre happen when he's been out and about with this name? Yeah, when we used to go to America on holiday, the guys at the um, the passport office would always hold up his passport and say, we got a Harry Potter here. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we got ourselves a Harry Potter. So, Amy, are you, are you Potters or are you, you like Granges yeah. or, uh, you know, something? <laughs> no, um, Harry Potter's mum my sister, so she's Amy's cousin. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, now we all know. And look, from the whole <laughs> Home Time Show team, please pass on our best to Harry Potter. We will. We will. <laughs> 
whilst you were off yesterday on your lavish holiday going to the tip and that, Richie, <laughs> I had a bit of a harebrained scheme and, and I've come up with a little competition to run this week called the Battle of the Baubles. Right. Uh, so, would you agree with me in this, that buying posh baubles and adding them to the tree each year has become a bit of a thing? Is it ever? Hasn't it? You remember back in the day you'd have a box of them from WH Smith and you'd chuck them out each year? Yep. Because they were dirt cheap. Now people are buying posh baubles and having like almost the tree's got a bit of character. Yes. So what I thought we would do, each day this week have a different heat. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday's the grand final, the winner of each of the four heats. So what was yesterday's heat? Because you said earlier that someone won with like a, a robin <laughs> on her head or something. What was it? Uh, congratulations to Audrey Beaumont, French right. lady who won. Uh, she had a fox with a top hat. Fox, not a robin. Sorry. A monocle and a, and a... Well, the, the category was animal. She won the animal okay. heat. So that's pretty good. Tonight, we thought we would go with musical baubles. Not okay. ones that actually make a noise, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if they've got anything to do with music. Inspired by our, our very own Leona Graham, who tweeted a picture this morning of a microphone, because yep. obviously she's a radio presenter, that she's got on her tree. That's her pride of place okay, bauble. Right. See, if you've got any a bauble that's got anything to do with music, it might be about a band or a song that you like, an Elvis bauble, anything goes. I've got an Arsenal bubble, but that's the, that's the, I mean, don't talk about that at the moment. We had a number one hit with uh, good old Arsenal back in the day. I was going to say the comedy section. I think we do comedy on Thursday. No one <laughs> wait until then. Oh, says the Everton oh. fan. Amelia sent in a brilliant picture of her. She's got a load of killers baubles. And I don't mean like famous criminals, I mean the band. Mm-hmm. Like lit up red case, which looked very cool. And hi to Storm in Norman, who's got a fantastic name on Twitter. He's got a Beatles lunchbox. I've just seen this one. That is my favourite so far. That is amazing. It looks so cool. Uh, we will go through some more of your entries for the uh, hometown battle of the baubles uh, shortly. Speaking of baubles, I'm now able to have some up because the tree <coughs> is up from the weekend. I love that. Speaking of baubles. <laughs> So, is this your normal time of putting the tree up with you? I feel like you've gone quite late overall. Uh, no, I'd say this was normal for okay. us, certainly for us, uh, once the, uh, once the, the you know, the, the first weekend in December. So, we went to a Christmas tree farm. Ooh. I've never done that before. Normally, pub car park for me to get a Christmas tree. Yes, we've always done pub car park. Put okay. in a little net. So, Christmas tree farm, you chop the tree down, you pick your tree, all that kind of stuff. So, the tree's now up, which means the tree is a target for the toddler in our household, Rocco. Yes. So he's two and a half, more than two and a half, but certainly of an age now where last Christmas wasn't really a thing. This Christmas, that tree is a focal point. And I think <laughs> as a result of this, I've come up with a new home time product that okay. we need to get on the market for next Christmas. I'm calling it Tree Guard. Tree Guard. All right. Could be for toddlers, could be for pets, could be for kids closer to Christmas once the, the presents are underneath the tree. Basically, Tree Guard goes off like a car alarm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anytime anyone gets close to the tree that shouldn't be close to the tree. I guess, really, it's a tree burglar alarm, really. So I'm thinking crisscrossing uh, red laser beams like in Mission Impossible. Yes, that's the thing. I like that, because they do, they, they're, it's particularly, I mean, kids, really bad. We're having to tell our little girl Thea off all the time because she's, you can see her heading towards them and say, no. But also cats, if you've got pets in the house, how do you stop cats mucking around with baubles? They love it, it's like catnip. Exactly, how do you stop the pet going there? How do you stop the toddler going in there without having to watch all the time be going no or away <laughs> what you do is a big siren big klaxon goes off <laughs> they're away from it it's a winner tree guard it'll be in the shops by next Christmas uh, this text has just come in my mum and dad already have a tree guard 
So sort of your thing. So it oh, looks like once again oh. I have devised something that is already in existence. So bad news for the Tree Guard Corporation. We've got a warehouse under a lockup <laughs> under some arches. There's a load of those umbrella things that he's got in there, and now we've got Tree Guards, a job lot. Although I'm going to counter that with a bit of good news. We were talking about namesakes earlier on. Ollie Slack is listening to the show, but watching the chase at the same time. Obviously with the volume off. Yeah. Apparently there's a contestant on there right now, a woman called Peta K. That's amazing. That close to Peter Kay. That's amazing. Keep them coming in. Uh, we're talking about Battle of the Baubles right now. Uh, the uh, category tonight is musical. Music-themed baubles. Uh, if you win this evening, you'll go through to Friday's Grand Final. But have you got a music-themed bauble? Uh, Claire's just got in touch. Um, it's probably a little bit high-end for us, this one, Claire, but has attached a picture of what looked like some, some proper crystal musical notes. So it's not actually like a musical act, but it That's certainly fine. looks a very expensive one. It looks like one hell of a treble clap. A crotchets. A couple of crotchets. <laughs> Sounds like something from a magazine. <laughs> uh, Elaine says, I've got Morrissey hanging on my tree. It's a fantastic little Morrissey as well. And Beth, who's currently in the lead, I would say, she sent four photos. She's got Prince, Elvis, Amy Winehouse and David Bowie hanging on her tree right now. All this week, thanks to our lovely friends at Tesco Mobile, we have a bunch of amazing prizes for you to win, and it literally couldn't be any simpler. It's all because Tesco Mobile want you to treat yourself to a great deal for less this Christmas. Uh, we've designed a good old-fashioned hometown quiz with a bit of a Christmas twist, and we've doubled the prizes. So every time you get a question right, you win two of it, one for you and one for your bezzy mate. And we've got Daniel on the line to play. Where are you calling from, Daniel? Uh, Goldston in Norfolk. Fantastic. Is it cold there today, proper Christmassy? It's absolutely freezing. All right, and have you got your tree up? And what's your favourite bauble? Oh, we've got um, I've got a little sort of uh, crocheted uh, Brussels sprout for my little show. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Good, good bauble. <laughs> we'll have to do a food category towards the end of the week. Uh, right, Daniel, we're going to go some uh, go through the rules for you. Five questions uh, for each one that you get right. You double up on your prizes. One for you and one for either a friend or a family member or your favourite DJ. Uh, get, <laughs> get a question wrong, and sadly you miss out on that prize. Now, we can only accept your first answer, and you've got five seconds to answer each question. Uh, if you get your answer right, you'll hear this. If you get your answer wrong, you'll hear this. Does all that make sense, Daniel? Yes. Great. Right, let's play. Here we go, Daniel's son. Question number one for an iPhone SE, uh, which is part of Tesco Mobile's Christmas deals. Uh, this is going to be the question. Who are you going to be uh, playing for with this one? Who will you give it to if you win it? Uh, my brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Here we go. Which singer scored a Christmas number one with the song Merry Christmas, Everyone, in 1985? Uh, sh- uh, Slade. Oh! <laughs> it was shaky. Shaking Stevens. Sounded like you were going to go there. Nearly. Quickly. So close. Okay. well, look, four four questions still to go. Second question for you, Daniel. Don't worry. All right. This is for a vinyl record player. Very, Mm. very, very cool. Who would this be for? Uh, That's for my uh, father-in-law. All right. Okay. Let's go around the family here. Uh, Right. Lords. (laughs) Lords is the home of which sport? Cricket. Correct! Yay! Vinyl record player for you and a vinyl record player for your father-in-law. Question number three. Uh, We're playing, this is a good one, a pair of Apple AirPods. Who would these be going to if you want them? Uh, My wife. Okay, save the big prize for your wife. Good work. (laughs) The question is this, which actor plays Buddy, the leading character of the film Elf? Will Ferrell. Absolutely right. Well done. 
Very good, very good. You're motoring now. Right, fourth question. This is for £200 in cash. Who would this also be for? Uh, well, we're going to give it, I was going to give the other bit to uh, our local food charity. Oh, oh lovely. Bless you. Oh, you've got to get this right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Which writer penned the novel, or well, he probably quilled it, uh, A Christmas Carol? Charles Dickens. Correct. Get in there. Good We're ch- delighted you got that one. Charitable oh, donation yeah, right well there. Well done, well done. Okay, question number five, five final prize up for grabs. Three vinyl LPs for your brand new record player, which thankfully you did win earlier on. This could have been <laughs> awkward if you hadn't. Uh, who you be giving this to? Oh, it's got to be the father-in-law. It has to be. Imagine <laughs> if someone <laughs> else has got it. Not. <laughs> so, by, popula- by population, what is the UK's second largest city? Uh, Birmingham. You're absolutely yes. right. It's your father-in-law's lucky day. Well done, Daniel. Well done. Congratulations. So, look, let's just go through what you've got there. Uh, you have got the vinyl record player for you and your father-in-law. You've got your Apple AirPods for you and your wife. Uh, you've got your £200 in cash for you and a charity. Uh, and three vinyl LPs for your brand-new record player that you've also given to your father-in-law, and he's got some too. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. Good man. Good to speak to you. Have a brilliant Tuesday night. Sounds like you've got Christmas sorted. Oh, I have. It saves me having to spend any money. Thank you. There you go. Good lad. Uh, Right, if you want to come on the radio and play for some fantastic prizes, register online at absoluteradio.co.uk where you'll also find an extra chance to win £1,000 for you and £1,000 for someone who could do with a bit of early Christmas cheer. It is all thanks to Tesco Mobile who want to treat yourself and the ones you love for less this Christmas. We started the show tonight talking about namesakes. We've had so many messages from people who are watching The Chase because a girl called Peta Kay is on, <laughs> nearly Peter Kay. I'm starting to worry that everyone's actually watching The Chase and not listening to this radio show. No, you do, you know what? Be. do you know what? I, I take it as a compliment and it's, it's actually bad news for The Chase because if they're watching The Chase but they're still hearing and getting in touch with us, yeah. that's not much of a quiz show, is it? If you like, you're listening to the radio, but you're not actually listening to what the questions are. I'll, I'll take it on face value, and it must be weird listening to the chase with the volume down because it's just a bloke sat on the top of a, a, a child's slide, isn't it? Do you if, know what I mean? If I was Bradley Walsh right now, I'd be gutted. Well, this is it. If you lot are watching the chase and not listening to this, there's going to be big trouble because you'd be missing out on amazing content like this. Yeah, it's the Tuesday Tombola, a hundred different balls, a hundred different phoning topics. What's going to happen? We don't know. And now regular regular listeners to the show will know there's a bit of jeopardy now because numbers we're on. To you, we know that there's something going on with numbers right now. We we were whistleblowers on numbers the other week. I tell you what, if Ball ninety nine comes in again today, we're going to have to go and put a bet on something because we've got luck. Going it probably on. won't tonight because the numbers know that something's going. They know that we're no, they know we know they're onto them yeah. and up to something. They're in that in that little tombola at the moment now, listening. Yeah, the balls are. Probably cursing the South African lottery, thinking, why did they have to do something as well the other day? It's shined a light on what we've been getting up to, etc. Came out five, six, seven, and nine, and eight, and ten, and all that. So, yeah, if you're watching the chase, you're missing this if you're watching the chase. You're missing See, this. look, ball number 61. There you right? go. It's just like, you know, that's any old number. It's not 99, is it? That's a run-of-the-mill ball, that is. <laughs> we put this down. We put this down a couple of weeks back, and now it's actually gone out and come out. Parking stories. <laughs> 
That's not bad. <laughs> Parking stories. I think we could have some some joy there this evening. See what happens. Uh, yeah, that, that's the beauty of the tombola. I haven't got a parking story. <laughs> Neither have I. But maybe you listening at home right now, if you just turn the chase off, maybe this is your moment to shine. I must have a parking story. Uh, this anonymous one says, I can't tell you where I am. Ooh. It will give it away. But I own a shop. Our only parking is the road. We get so annoyed with people parking to walk their dogs. We have made a 45-minute parking sign, the same as our local, and attached it to the lamppost. We haven't had problems since. I, lo- I completely condone that kind of behaviour. I love mavericks like that. Taking a law... <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a parking Rambo. <laughs> parking Rambo. Do you, wouldn't you be wound up, though, right, if like people did that thing where they parked outside your house to go get on the train or to do the school run? I'd hate that. You know, that's a wind I would up. hate that, yes. And occasionally you hear about someone like pour, pour, pouring a load of manure or concrete on top of a car that's a, a serial user of their drive or Which something Which you don't like. endorse, We don't endorse that. that in a million, in a million <laughs> years. But fair play. Uh, Faith in Humanity Restored says this text. Today I parked and paid, but it was one way you put your plate number in and I forgot the ticket. When I got back to my car, someone had found the ticket in the machine and put it under my wiper. Oh, that is nice. That's a lovely parking story. And Samantha's promises to be brilliant. Right, Samantha, tell us what happened. So, um, I live on a hill and um, I forgot to put my handbrake on twice now, but the first time it actually wasn't my fault. Right. How, how, how's that so? Because it was a brand new car and it had an armrest and the handbrake didn't... You thought the handbrake was on, but it wasn't. So did you pull the armrest up thinking it was the handbrake? <laughs> <I'll> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but nobody believed me. And two weeks later, it was on top gear that there was a design fault with the car. <laughs> wow. So you were, you were backed up with that bit of science. Absolutely. How and do then you? The um, one, it happened last year, and I just parked my car up, got home from work, and then somebody knocked at the door and said, "Oh, there's a right commotion at the end of your street. There's a car through a wall in a garden." Oh my word! Oh, and it was yours, obviously. Absolutely. That one oh was. That wasn't the handrest fault, was it? That was just yours. No, it was just my fault. How? Because yeah, no, you see that in the local papers sometimes. You get occasionally you get someone who's gone through a wall. Okay. <laughs> like what happens in that situation? Do you then have to go and like write them a check, or, or is it covered by insurance, or what? Um. Well, they dragged the car out, and then I gave them my insurance details. But when it rolled down the hill, it hit two other cars as well. And oh. <laughs> How do you get on with the people at the bottom of the hill, Samantha? <laughs> they no longer acknowledge me, but they have nice new stone walls. And bollards. <laughs> oh, amazing. Thanks for sharing. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Further Christmas tree chat as we come to the end of the podcast. One more thing about the 2020 Absolute Radio Studio Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Uh, which I'm sure if you search out your socials... Uh, so- socials? Search in your satchel. There'll be a picture of. I love the fact there's tinsel on it. I, I've just got this feeling that as the years pass by, tinsel becomes kind of like the, the decoration that people forgot. Almost as if it's like a dirty word. People don't like tinsel. I love the fact we've got tinsel on it. Well, have you, have you heard somewhere on the forums that they're winning a deal away My tinsel? My wife hates tinsel. Really? I Absolutely. love tinsel. Absolutely. I love it, Bush. And I'm glad that we couldn't work together if you didn't like but tinsel. But it was a deal breaker right at the beginning, a couple of years ago. He doesn't know that we're going to talk to him about this. Our producer, tinsel, it's on the way out, isn't it? Yeah, it's tacky. See, he didn't like it either. 
This is this is like a next generation thing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? This yeah. is a next generation yeah. thing. You've not got coloured lights, have you? Well, there's a few different colours going on our ones. What, what, what's your problem? No, you have white lights. White lights. Oh, well, he's taking. Yay. He's taking. Pull the microphone yes. over. I shouldn't wait for this. this white lights. Looks like Dave Allen sitting down, <laughs> lighting a cigarette. Gold or silver baubles, and that's it. I'm like these weird rules that that people have nowadays about you can uh, you can have this you don't go having that or whatever do you know what i mean it's, it's how it should be so it's whatever you want it to it's, be it's all about celebrating and having a good old time and that's all about color so you know have have have, have your tinsel but you're both from an era where you had those tinfoil dangly things i would have them the back straight away brilliant okay oh, i love them so you can take your what are you going to do uh wear your eye hat and then <laughs> send by wi-fi your christmas presents <laughs> yeah. to each other yeah you can keep your modern future <laughs> sick of it Bush and Richie's podcast, it is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast, it is now over. Let me hear you say, Bush and Richie's podcast, it is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. It's over. It's over. It's done.